Hello. You are listening to The Red Line on the Ink and Virtue Network. Episode 12, Father. explain soon, but for now you need to sleep. She nuzzles into the crook of my neck and fades back into the bliss of sleep. I cannot say how, given all the jostling of being carried over my shoulders, but she does, and I continue making my way back. Mind racing, body numb from the drugs, I touch my nose. It's bleeding more than before. Judging by the swell and wet leakage from my right ear, so too is that. I think of administering the rad meds to my veins, of saving myself from a future of radiated horror and pain, but something holds me back. No, not something. The girl. In the eclipse of only a few hours, this child, this ghoul, had become the most important person in all the galaxy. Here, I say, handing a gelatinous packet over to the girl. I explain it will warm her hands. She nods, confused and a little frightened for words. Still, I can tell she's curious. There's a thin plastic barrier inside. When cracked, the two compounds mix. Voila. See? Instant warmth. Here, put these ones in your socks. And that one by your belly. Good, and, and those two up in your armpits. She does as I say, and a weak smile crosses her lips. Words can't express how thankful I was to have found clothes, just her size, packed in my bag. Sinking into my sleep sack, she looks at me, stretched out now, against the wall of the cave. My breath labored in my chest. Aren't you cold? She finally asks. Me? No. No. You look cold. Are there more of these? I nod. Sure. But they're for you. She stares hard at me. Her eyes layers of velvet brown. Her skin fair as the moon. And her hair like spun gold. You rescued me. I raise my head and then let it fall. Suppose I did, cuz. 
I didn't really think of it that way at the time. What did you think? I... I guess I figured it was what I ought to have done. I went, knowing full well my intentions of giving her over to the cartel. A job for my freedom. Isn't anything wrong about that, I think. But that sounds hollow in my head. I had certainly decided that I would protect her on this trip. But after? Does that make you my father? Are you father? I blink. The space between us filled by the drip song of crashing, echoing rain. She blushes. I, I, I don't remember much. Maybe it's from the crash, but I, I remember a man in white telling me the next time I woke I would meet my father, father. Me? Uh, father? No, kid. Fathers don't exist for people like us. I don't know what else to do. In judging by the growl in my tummy, we are well due for grub. So I set about opening our survival packs. Dried stroganoff. People like us? She asks, accepting the food. What do you mean? Come on, kid. You know, with organics and ghouls? Ghouls? I pause between bites and am startled to see that she truly has no idea. It's as if her mind has been quite... Oh. Uh, nothing, kid. At the, at the end of the day, it's nothing. Oh. So, if you're not my father, then who is? My mind flashes to a mog. Brutal, cunning, deceptive. The pit of my stomach twists as I imagine this girl one day, dressed in white, when her mewling days are behind her, being added to the man's harem. Likely zonked out of her mind, forced to have sex with a man she called... I shake my head, hardly believing what I knew to be true ever since laying her upon my shoulders. <laughs> I almost smile at the idea of it. From chasing freedom to choosing a life on the run. My body shakes, but my voice speaks with the power of a man. No. I'm not your father. But I am your guardian.